Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Joining us on the program is Conservative Party of Canada leader uh, Andrew Scheer. And Mr. Scheer is calling for an emergency committee meeting in uh, Parliament on this issue. And would like to see that maybe as early as as Monday. Mr. Scheer, thank you very much for the time. Uh, Your words, please, on where this issue stands now, what what developments developments may have taken place in the last 24 or so hours that really caught your attention as well. Well, the, the biggest issue here is that it seems like the Liberals are, are going to try to avoid these emergency uh, justice meetings. Uh, the, the new Attorney General was saying today that he didn't believe they were necessary. Uh, our, our point on this is, uh, the, the, Justin Trudeau is asking us to take his word on this. And uh, this is the same Prime Minister who said there's nothing wrong with his illegal vacation, with the Mark Norman affair, or with uh, uh, contracts being handed out by fisheries ministers, which all turned out to be against the rules. So we believe that the the best way to deal with this is is to deal with these allegations, is to have the people who are involved appear before committee and explain to Canadians in an open forum exactly what... And if they're unwilling to do that, then I think we can draw the conclusion that they're trying to hide something. What do you make of the uh, the Canadian press story that uh, government officials are now saying that, yeah, there were discussions and it was perfectly reasonable and perfectly legal because any prosecution might have resulted in bankruptcy and loss of thousands of jobs? Well, again, you know, it's, it's up to the government to, to make this case in full transparency. What, what, what it sounds like is happening is that there were, you know, the, 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 the ability for the director of public prosecutions to uh, come to these types of uh, deferred agreements uh, was introduced in, in a momnibus budget bill. It was not standalone justice legislation. Uh, then there seemed to be uh, intensive uh, efforts made to, to obtain a decision. And I, I guess the real issue here is the fact that it looks like at some point uh, the former Attorney General, Jody Wilson-Raybould, determined that it was not in the best interest of our justice system uh, to direct an independent uh, director of public prosecutions. At some point along the way, she lost her job. So the the, the idea here is that in order to, in order to obtain a desired outcome in a criminal proceeding, uh, people or, or, or the prime minister or, or decision makers in the in senior levels of government started to put pressure on uh, on the attorney general who has a unique and independent role. You want uh, you want Jody Wilson Raybould, her successor, the justice minister. David Lametti, Gerald Butts, the PM's principal secretary, and Katie Telford, the chief of staff, to testify at the committee meeting. Well, t- tell us this, please. What do you think the chances are that you will get that committee, that committee uh, hearing, g- given that the Liberals have a majority of members on the committee and just voted down? Well, uh, I, I am concerned that is the path that they're going to go down, and that's why we've made this call so public so that Canadians can see that uh, the, the new Attorney General, David Lametti, was, was quoted in media reports today uh, saying that he doesn't believe it's necessary. But all we really have to go on here is just the word of government ministers and, and, and the Prime Minister who have been shown to have 
uh, misled Canadians in the past. You know, when they, when they denied that there was anything wrong on other issues, after investigations, after ethics commissioners inquiries, uh, we do find out that laws and rules were broken. So, uh, you'll pardon me if I don't take uh, Justin Trudeau's word on this. Uh, and I think it's an important step to, to have the air cleared on this. We're dealing with very serious criminal allegations against SNC-Lavalin. This is, this is not just a, a breaking the odd rule here and there. There are, there are allegations of, of corruption and bribery. There, there, in the past, there have been uh, illegal uh, political donation, an uh, entire scheme set up to funnel uh, illegal funds into uh, political parties. Uh, these are very serious issues. And so to have this done in such a way uh, behind closed doors with, with this type of pressure being exerted on uh, on the former Auditor General, uh, Canadians are right to be very worried about this. We've seen what happens in other countries, most notably in the United States, when uh, when the, 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 the head of government doesn't like what the Attorney General is doing and, and, and then fires him or her. Uh, that's unsettling. You know, we, we, we're just in the middle of telling the Chinese government that we have a, an independent uh, judicial process with independent agencies acting in the best interest to serve justice and the rule of law. And so it's very, very important that we do everything out in the open in a very transparent way. And that certainly hasn't been the case up until this point. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I find it curious and uh, I find it actually disturbing that the current justice minister, the current attorney general, David Lametti, seems to be telling everyone, look, uh, further investigation here isn't necessary. Keep moving, folks. There's nothing to see. It's not up to him to make that decision. He should, no, uh, in my view, he, sh- he should be he should be the one who would be arguing for total uh, transparency here. And the prime minister has the option, does he not, to uh, to to open the door for the former attorney general to candidly speak about what took place. Well, exactly. And you know, normally when we see uh, public figures or anybody really being accused of something that they know that they did not do. Uh, often they demand an inquiry to show that, to prove it. You know, if, if I were the prime minister, uh, I would have uh, I would have proactively called for these types of hearings so that we could clear the air, so we could get uh, the information out. If, if if he is so sure that nothing untowards happened, then he you know, the liberals should have called for this uh, the, 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 this proceeding to get all the information out. And you touched upon a very important point, uh, right? The other thing we have in the story is not just the the sources in the Globe and Mail and the other media. Reports. We also have the silence of the former attorney general. So the Jody Wilson-Raybould could could put these allegations to rest very, very quickly uh, if she just confirmed and corroborated the prime minister's versions of a, a version of events. Uh, she has hit. She has claimed uh, that she can't because of uh, client attorney-client privilege. But you're absolutely right to point out, as other prime ministers have done, Stephen Harper, uh, Paul Martin, uh, they waive those privileges in the interest of having the truth come out. And I believe that the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, should do the very same in this case. When you ask Mr. Trudeau questions, and you ask him pointed questions in question period, he answers by repeating verbatim over and over and over the same one or two sentences that may or may not have something to do or anything to do with the question that you asked. When you asked, when you pressed him on this issue, he just repeated his stock answer over and over and over. The Prime Minister truly believes this, then what he should do is just, again, open the door to the former Attorney General to back him up. Exactly. And we asked 
several questions uh, that had nothing to do with the Prime Minister's scripted response. And Justin Trudeau is very good with his script. You know, he's very good at, uh, at learning the 10 or 15 words and sticking to that and delivering them, uh, often in a very convincing way. But we started to ask questions about, you know, whether or not people uh, in the Prime Minister's office took meetings with SNC-Lavalin. We know, thanks to the lobbyist registrar, that at least 14 meetings touched on the subjects of justice and law enforcement. Uh, now, SNC-Lavalin is a construction company, so... You know, we wanted to know what were the nations, uh, the nature of those discussions. Were they related to the deferred prosecution agreements that they were seeking? Uh, when when you have the, the the prime minister spoke to me of Justin Trudeau's new attorney general stick to the line that's unrelated to the question that we asked, uh, then it starts to look like they are battering down the, the hatches and and, and uh, just engaging in full defense mode. Uh, the truth is the best weapon if they believe that there's nothing wrong, if they truly believe that, that, that nothing untowards happened, they should be opening up the books, they should, be, they should be volunteering to come to committee to walk Canadians through what's been going on for the last few months. Well, it's in their best interest to do so, unless... Now, um, let me ask you one more question. What are you doing actively uh, to try to make sure that this parliamentary emergency committee meeting takes place? Is there, is there anything you can do? I know you have the support of the NDP, so... Let me come back to the question, how right. likely do you think it is you're going to be able to get this emergency meeting, and, and what are you doing to, 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 you know, not stack the deck, but create the environment for you to get that meeting? Right. Well, uh, thankfully, the, the, there are rules in the House of Commons that give the power to opposition parties to force meetings. So we know that there will at least be a meeting. That's when it gets uh, a little bit uh, difficult for the opposition to ensure that light is shone upon this because the Liberals do have a majority on that committee. So they could simply vote uh, down our motion. So we've been calling for this very publicly. We're asking Canadians to get engaged, contact their Liberal Member of Parliament if they live in a Liberal-held riding. Uh, we will be turning up the pressure in the next few days so that uh, the public is very aware. Uh, because I believe this is a crucial moment in this in this on this early in the early days of the scandal developing. This is a crucial development. If the Liberals block this committee investigation, that that is a very very troubling sign. And, and they have a choice to make here. They can work with the opposition parties to shine the light of transparency on this. Justin Trudeau himself said that sunlight was the best disinfectant when he started his term in office. He seems to have forgotten that. Uh, but we're going to be reminding him of that. He can he can start to show uh, you know, goodwill on this and, and try to earn back some of the credibility that he's lost if he allows this to proceed. If he doesn't, it's a very, very disturbing uh, situation. And I think we can all draw the conclusion that they're trying to hide something. Mr. Shear, thank you for the time. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Good talking to you. The Conservative Party leader, Andrew Shear. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.